So we're very pleased to have Yannick Karcher based in Strasbourg on the Globestream podcast. So Yannick, um, tell us a bit about the role of an assistant director to, for those who aren't familiar and also how you got into the movie industry. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, I, I got into the film industry when I was told what assistant director was, because at first I, uh, so I always dreamt of uh, working in the film industry, but uh, I had a stupid idea in mind that I, if I didn't try, it was the best way not to fail and uh, shatter that dreams. I first tried to do home movies and uh, stop motion animation and uh, short low budget. On one of my films, I met director of uh, photography. This guy was the first person I knew that uh, worked in the film industry. And actually, he took the time to explain to me and say, OK, guy, uh, movies are not made by uh, all alone in, in your corner. And uh, I wasn't aware that there was script production or location manager and assistant director. And so he told me there's a guy supposed to help you and read your script, tell you how many days you need to, to have to shoot it and how to organize it. And uh, I say, OK, wow. And uh, I didn't know it. all those people can help you. Uh, doing this movie and uh, so I met one assistant director and he he showed me the um, what was his role uh, on on film and uh, and when he explained it to me I said okay I'm pretty sure I can actually do that and so um, so the role of the assistant director is to receive a a, a script read it and uh, do what we call a breakdown of the film so we list every part of the things we need to do the movie and uh, and that helps the production manager to, uh, to assess how many days we might need to do the film and then work our way uh, to adjust the budget or adjust the script so we might fit into the budget we have to do the film. And uh, Last year, you were an assistant director on NFL Francaise for TF1. What was a typical day like on set for this series? And uh, were you directing some crowd scenes? How did you assistant director and did you get involved with location management so yeah actually in that in that project we shot it in the surrounding of Strasbourg so that's an area when I'm very familiar with I did some location management uh, before on these parts I do all the scouting from the from those locations so the work with the director started very early from the work of assistant directing so it was very particular because it takes place in the 80s we had to find the location that fits the the era and um, because it's a uh, it's a French television movie uh, with the middle budget it was not a huge thing when we could uh, recreate every street every house and so we had to find something uh, that was uh, already had hard roots on the 80s and we only had to change some furniture that was a challenge for the for all locations and after that on the on set it was the same same thing we had to recreate things with tv show uh, tells the story of the of gregory it was a little child that was uh, drowned in the, in a river it was a big big huge uh, affair in france uh, in the 80s and so this uh, this was all around with the, all the journalists there was like a craziness there was a huge thing around this case the journalist was uh, all around all the time. There was harassing witnesses and it was a huge thing to direct. And so he had a, a great work to do with extras because they, they were, some of them were more important than some of the actors because there was, there were every scene harassing uh, people. And uh, so we had to, uh, to actually direct them and have to have uh, extras that were believable in uh, journalists. So they had to know how to work their camera, their, uh, 
their mics, their the recording. It's it's something that when you you see American movies, the the extras are all all the time they're perfect. Friends, uh, there are less less extras that to live. Uh, all the time with that so they are not used they're not used to uh, put themselves in into the films like like americans or uh, english uh, can do that so so it was a huge work yet and just to show people how to work a, a camera it's uh, it's something that might sound stupid but a film camera is not the same that uh, now that you take uh, pictures with your iphones and uh, and so that was a that was a challenge of the of the film and in terms of schedule, how much from an assistant director standpoint was interiors versus exterior? How much did you, how did you spend with the line manager, excuse me, the line producer or the director before production to, to plan interior, exterior? There's some kind of rule in TV that uh, you have the same amount of uh, preparation and there's, there are going to be days of shooting. So in this particular case, it was uh, 60 days of uh, uh, of shooting and uh, so I had uh, yeah I had a little bit more than uh, four months to prep uh, with the line uh, line producer and the location manager. It was um, nearly half half exterior interior and uh, it was all in real location. We didn't shoot anything in uh, in studio and so yeah the the sixty days were all all shot in in Strasbourg and in real houses, a real apartment. And the only we only recreated uh, one part of prison because it's very hard to find a prison where where you can shoot inside. And uh, that's the only studio we did. And it's it was only two days on the on the sixty days of sh of shooting. And in 2020, you completed a short film called Sharon. Uh, what was the creative inspiration behind this film? And how did you end up casting Jackie Cario in the lead? Uh, so the, the inspiration of the short film came from a short story written by an English author called uh, Mick Jackson. It was in a book called Ten Story Tales. Uh, I actually uh, read that book because uh, one of the other short story was adapted by uh, the Artman Studio. It was a short animation film called The Pierce Sisters. It's an unbelievable short if you have the opportunity to, to watch it. And, and I read the first, no, the, the first short story of this book was called uh, A Rowboat in the Cellar. And it was the, the, um, the main idea of the, of the film. So of this uh, lonely old guy uh, who didn't know what to do with his retirement time and decided to build a, a boat in his, in his cellar. And it was the that. Uh, that crazy uh, thing that uh, at some point he, he can't get the boat out and uh, need to uh, to dig a tunnel inside of his cellar so he can uh, row his boat under on the earth and it was uh, the craziness of the film that was uh, something with a clear picture when I read it and it's uh, so I asked the author if it was possible for me to adapt it and uh, uh, he gladly accepted so I was a uh, very 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 happy and actually i met checky cario on the on the tv show called uh, uh, war on beasts and uh, we we have we traveled uh, together for one time uh, the uh, location management crew had uh, was short on uh, drivers and they asked me if it was possible for me to to drive him from a location to his hotel and uh, and we got stuck in the in the traffic for like an hour and uh, so we spent an hour talking about uh, everything and uh, nothing and uh, about music about cinema and uh, and so we, we had a real great discussion and after this movie when i, I went back to prepping the, the short film i when i read it back and i said it's it's him it's uh, it's Chucky Cario uh, why I didn't saw it earlier and so I sent him the the script 
and uh, he read it and it, uh, he called me back to the the, the week after and say, uh, okay, let's let's do it. So he was uh, he was actually very happy that we we offered him uh, a role that was uh, all of a retired guy and uh, actually he never played that kind of guy. He's always the uh, the angry crazy one uh, and uh, actually the TV show where I shot with him is he was a crazy mob. Uh, uh, um, uh, guy and uh, he was beating uh, uh, his employees and it's, it's, he's always angry and uh, this uh, this idea of playing of a character of his uh, of his age because he's uh, he's like sixty eight or seventy years old and uh, that's the age where normal people uh, go to retirement so he he enjoyed to have this uh, this this role to play. And the short has some incredible production design in the finished film. For example, those who have seen it, there's a sequence where the lead character's basement is flooded and he starts rowing through an underground tunnel in a little boat into the open ocean. So two questions. How did you conceive of the sequence? And did you have a, a production designer that you worked with? Uh, yeah, actually, I, um, I, I worked very early with a production designer. I worked with on, uh, on several TV shows and, uh, in Strasbourg. And, uh, and the because the, the film is uh, it was really based on this, uh, on this cellar when we shoot and, uh, and all this sequence. And uh, if it wasn't uh, manageable to do it, uh, the, the movie won't have any interest to do it. So we had uh, at an early stage of, uh, of writing, I had a discussion with him to know if it was possible. So the first time we talked about it, it's say, uh, yeah, okay, it's possible with a lot of money, we can do it. And, uh, and at some point we tried to find a lot of money. We didn't manage to do that. So, so we, I went back seeing him and say, okay, we only have this. And he, he, he looked at me and laughed and say, it's, it's not gonna be possible, man. And, and actually he managed to, uh, with his experience of working on other projects, we, 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 got, we picked uh, all the art uh, department stuff from other films. And uh, so we picked a wall from, uh, from a TV show. Uh, we picked the furniture from a feature film. And uh, so at some point we managed not to pay anything from the, from the art department. And, uh, and, and we were able to build uh, a whole set in a pool. It was an abandoned pool that we found in high school. Really old stuff that they were about to, uh, to destroy it. And so we say, okay, well, if it's possible to postpone like uh, for months or two, and uh, we managed to build that, uh, that cellar in, that, in, this, uh, in this swimming pool. And so the, the next part, uh, when the boat is going to the, this kind of ocean, it's, uh, we shot that in exterior and... Uh, uh, in some kind of lake, uh, there's a lot of them in uh, near Strasbourg, and, uh, and so we shot that, and and we and we shot um, bits of uh, movie that uh, make the transition between the set and the, this exterior uh, by shooting in the real cellar, and uh, it, it's a salt mine uh, near Strasbourg, and uh, we were able to shoot over there, and uh, and with the VFX add water, and uh, it was a. Uh, it was a huge thing, and uh, I'm very happy that I found uh, the crew that I had to, to, do, to do that. And between your assistant directing jobs to come in the following years, do you have any other scenarios you've written, other core metrages you're developing or in pre-production? 
Yeah, I'm I'm writing. Uh, somebody else is writing me a short film because uh, it's uh, it's uh, writing is not my primary job, and to be honest, it's not. Uh, sometimes I find uh, uh, I, I find myself to be happy to write, but it's uh, it's a really hard stuff to do, and uh, and I'm happy to find people that are better at doing that. And uh, so I'm writing a short film and also developing a, a feature. I've been writing for the past three months on this feature film. It's uh, nothing to do with the, this short film. It's a sci-fi, science fiction movie. So I'm, I'm trying to write it uh, right now and, uh, and uh, developing it with the same producer I, I did with the, the short film. And since sci-fi can be quite high concept, would you perhaps work with the same production designer on this? Feature and development. Yeah, I might work with the same the same guy. And uh, the thing is that going to be low cost sci fi. And I I had I have in mind that uh, we're never going to be able to have a huge budget. And uh, when you're doing a, a feature film production, it's not the same. Uh, people can't offer the same amount of time of free time that they did because uh, on the the short film the the production uh, the, um, the all the crew the art department they worked for like two months. For practically free, we were able to pay uh, two days uh, to, to this guy and they were really there and involved in the project because they liked what they were doing. But uh, in feature film, it's, uh, it's much more complicated. So, so the idea is to write uh, with that in mind and, uh, and having more like movies like Primer and uh, all that uh, low sci-fi stuff uh, than, uh, than a Marvel or Disney movie uh, in mind. And later this year, you'll be participating as a jury member at the second edition of France Green Shorts in Paris between the 15th and 16th of June at Cinema Luxembourg 3. Um, what kind of qualities or storytelling abilities are you looking for from the submissions to help you make a decision for the, uh, for the prizes that will be awarded? Every time I watch a movie, the, the thing that I'm looking for is to be surprised uh, or to be touched by a story, uh, whether it's in a story where, where it's a well-written story, the, what I'm looking for is to be uh, yeah, either surprised or, or touched by what I'm seeing because I, I have the sense that uh, there's a lot of film that, that are being done by directors from their own and it, it doesn't seem that it's, uh, it's in order to be, to be shown to people and touch people. And so that's, that's one of the main thing I'm looking for when I'm looking at... Uh, at any movie and uh, whether it's art house or uh, mainstream. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking to be touched or, or, or be surprised by, by anything.